0: The Snowbound Expo happens this weekend in Boston. And I've been trying to set up times to record with the speakers and pretty much anybody else down there this coming weekend. But through all of my research and all of my contacts, I get to do one here for you, an interview early. Check this one out for Snowbound, my friends. You're gonna dig it a lot of fun here on the Ski Rex Media Podcast. How we doing everybody? Tim from Ski Rex Media once again, just days, just days out from heading down to Boston for the Snowbound Expo this coming weekend, November 3rd, 4th, and 5th. I hope you all are going. I hope you're as excited as I and many other people are, including today's guest. Now, quick story here. As I said in the intro, I got to do this one early now. I've been reaching out to as many of the speakers as I can get a hold of as many as I can. And I've written to so many and I have commitments to talk to some of these people, famous people, all kinds of people, athletes and and artists and industry folks and, and, and broadcasters and all kinds of fun people that are going to be down there sharing in the fun, sharing their story, sharing their inspiration with the folks at the snowbound expo. But today I got to do one early because I it was a little misunderstanding on my part actually when Doug, Doug Lewis, one of the MCs of the Snowbound Expo, along with Mary Walsh, he I wrote he reached out to me after I reached out to him, right? And I, I asked him the same as everyone else. I was like, dude, do you wanna do some time while we're down there? We talked a little bit. I thought that's what he meant. He was going to confirm for doing some time down there uh, this coming weekend at the Snowbound Expo. And he ends up being able to go early to do a full podcast episode ahead of time. It's really cool. It's really a lot of fun. I'm pretty sure everyone who listens to it will love it. I think Doug is great. This is the first time I've ever talked to him, Um, and we had a lot of fun, I think. But before we get into that kind of fun, let's talk about another kind of fun. Let's talk about a really fun place, a place I've had a lot, a lot of fun at. Whaleback Mountain. Whaleback Mountain is a ski area in Enfield, New Hampshire. One of the most accessible, easy to access mountains I have ever been to. It is quite literally right off the interstate. You can watch the cars go by on the interstate from the lift if you want to. The interstate's guardrail is less than 50 feet from the parking lot. It is right there off exit 16 off I-89 in Enfield, New Hampshire. Whaleback Mountain is an amazing place to ski. I love it. I talk about it all the time, not just in these reeds, but in my normal life. They have everything you can want to ski in a small package. You want groomed? They got groomed. You want natural? They got natural. You want trees? You want steeps? You want some kind of, uh, I don't even know, but they have it. They have it for you. Some, what is that? What's the, what's the term? Schwa de That's not right. I don't know. Bad joke for me. But Whaleback is not a joke. Go ahead and check them out. Again, very easy to find. Whaleback.com, very easy to find online. Great place. Tickets do not cost a lot, and coming this season, if all goes well and the rain slows down for five minutes, they'll have a brand new surface left to get people up and in and around the mountain. Yes, Whaleback is going to make it easier for you not only to get there, but to get around and to get in with tickets, because this season, Whaleback is a full Indie Pass partner. That is correct. If you are riding Indie Pass this year, which I am, you have two days waiting for you over at Whaleback Mountain. It's a great place. I'll be there anyway. I'm working lifts again this season. And SkiRex Media will be skiing there as often as possible. Whaleback Mountain. Ski it to believe it. And again, one of the reasons this week's guest is on this week's episode is because he will be one of the MCs at the Snowbound Expo, which I will be attending myself this weekend. That's right. Again, this year, Ski-Rex Media is partnering with the Snowbound Expo, the biggest snow sports expo for families, skiers, riders, bringing incredible athletes and Olympians to share their stories and all of the coolest brands together for you to shop. You'll see free entertainment for the family all weekend, including the Mega Indoor Slope, Skate to Ski with rollerblade you could try nordic skiing at the cross-country experience you can get selfies with Doug Lewis, myself, and everyone else. You can get all kinds of swag. And we talk about that with Doug today, too. Get all kinds of swag. You can enjoy Opera Ski and so much more. The Expo is happening this weekend, November 3rd through the 5th, at the Boston Ex- Exhibition and Convention Center. Tickets are still available. You can even use my code SkiRexMedia, all one word. Maybe you even get a little discount using that code, right? Right. Come join me and so many others, including Doug Lewis at the Expo in Boston. I will see you down there. Now, when you're all going to be hearing this, it's October 19th, but we know that Tim from Ski Rex Media, he puts out, he records ahead of time. Because if I don't, then I get lost in the season and all hell breaks loose. It's not cool. But we, today's guest is Doug Lewis. Doug is going to be at Snowbound. Snowbound is this coming weekend for when you hear this. This will go out on the 1st. I think it's the 1st and Snowbound is this weekend, and Doug will be too busy, as everybody will be at Snowbound to talk. So we talked today. Doug, how you
1: doing, brother? (laughs) I'm doing all right. Just resting up for Snowbound. It's going to be a crazy ride, just like you said.
0: Oh, it's going to be great. It's going to be so much fun. I was just talking to Stephen Morgan over there from Raccoon Media, um, and we were talking about this season versus last season, and he, he was saying, and you were there last year, too, if I remember correctly.
1: Yes, I was there as the MC, and cool. um, it was a great first year for them, but this year is gonna be bonkers.
0: Oh, totally. We were talking about the the how the, the space is just bigger. It needed to be. There's so much going on. We were actually making jokes. Like I said, you know, I get the uh, the media newsletter that all the media folks get, you know, me, Mario Bryan, Stuart, everybody but uh, the Adams from Out of uh, Collective, all those guys. But I subscribe to the the public newsletter, too, because there's just so much going on. It's it's how can you keep it straight? And you're going to be super busy. Um, you have a few things going on down there. Why don't you tell us about uh, that, please?
1: Well, I, I have two favorites, and I get to do both of them, talking and uh, inspiring young kids. So I, I am, first and foremost, MC, along with Mary. And, sure. And... Um, I am so lucky that we get to talk to these unbelievable guests i don't know how they book them it's just crazy but <laughs> um we have uh, ted ligety and a bunch of olympians uh incredible athletes incredible people who are exploring the world of of winter uh on the edge of everything so i'm super excited about that i learn every time I, that that i do an interview Uh, I try to do my homework, but I am just blown away at these guests. So that's number one. Number two, along with my wife, we're running an elite team, fun family fitness area. So you can get get in there. And of course, fitness is so important to skiing, riding, whatever you do on snow. Uh, We'll just give you a little education about how important that is. But more importantly kids, mostly kids, adults do it too, but mostly the kids are having an uh, opportunity to go crazy in our area. So there's an obstacle course with jumps and hurdles and gates and crawling and jumping. And then there's a vertical jump, a broad jump, a flexibility test, which I flunk every time. And there's just a lot of fun going on. We're trying to get these kids moving and hopefully building some strength, agility, coordination, because the more fit you are, the better time you're going to have on the snow, no matter what you're doing. So if we can help people enjoy the
0: snow a little bit better, that's our job. So I'll be talking and hopping. Awesome. I love it. I love both of those things. Um, in fact, I'm going to have to come hang out with you guys and learn a bit more about physical fitness because let's all be honest, I don't lie, I'm a mess. Now, um, <laughs> let's talk about the talking part first. So you get to be the MC, um, which is – again like you said it's interesting there's so many different people from across the industry and olympians athletes you yourself was an olympian uh look up doug if you don't know everything about him and like you said i try to do my homework too but there's stuff that comes out and it just sparks a whole different conversation being an interviewer is interesting i've never gotten it right even since school in journalism class but i try so You get to be there. You're going to be hosting. Now, I think it's just one stage this time, the inspiration stage, right? Is that what you're doing?
1: Yeah, hopefully it's just going to be one stage. Last year, it was a little bit confusing. There was two rooms, two stages, two times. This is all uh, uh, in South Boston now at the Expo, and there's going to be one stage, and there's a incredible lineup of speakers just when you get there or go online check it out when you get there check it out who's speaking today do a little homework and we're all going to be inspired and blown away by the speakers we have it's it's just really amazing
0: it is it is, it is such a huge mix of folks um i know that i am already committed to talking to Brenna huckabee paralympian um so there you go we're we're, we're yeah. doing that and in the adaptive sports um Part of our industry that fascinates me the technique and the technology um i have hung out with the new hampshire um healing sports association and i've done work with vermont adaptive um i'm sure you know of both of those being from new england too <laughs> um sure, so yeah
1: vermont adaptive i've worked with throughout the years i've been able to announce at the paralympics which is so inspiring Uh, learned a lot there but you know jeremy jones lindsey jacob bellis are you kidding me ted Ligety, it's crazy and uh jan reynolds who i grew up with in vermont she's just you know explored the world so uh come one come all and no matter who you get, it's going to be an interesting talk up on the stage. And, uh, this is the best part. Yeah, I'll lead the, lead the conversation, Mary and I, but then we open it up to whoever's there for questions. So how cool is it? You can ask Lindsay Jacob Ellis. What was she thinking? Right. Yeah. Ted, how he invented giant slalom or say Should I say reinvented giant slalom? So totally bad. These are, these are the people that are have driven our sport and we get to talk to them
0: yeah we get to talk to them like they are right there and that's great that you get to open it up to the crowd um get there get your seat early uh some of these talks fill up um you know and and some of these people are great just speaking to you like like you can totally fanboy and fangirl out it's it's a lot of fun to do that too like oh my god autograph selfie all this that and the other but you try to get to know these people if you can like like doug said ask a question if you can um, Dan Egan, friend of Ski Rex Media, friend of mine. He's always a good time. Great for a laugh. Um, He'll be there too. Um, Gosh, so many people. I can't even remember and I'm talking to a bunch of them, but Doug's right, man. It's going to be great. And they get to know Doug too. He, he's he been there. He knows. He's been a broadcaster and a skier and he's won championships. He skis I, it, better than me. It was funny. Last year we had Bodie Miller. He's not going to be, I don't know if he'll stop by this
1: year. Totally. Uh, with his peak skis and stuff, but he's not a, a, a guest on the stage, but I'm a fanboy of Bodie, right? I got to cover totally. him with NBC, but um, what an opportunity to get inside his mind, which is just a, a craziness, right? But sure. uh, I'm really excited to talk to Ted Ligety. The guy was so intense, in, invented, reinvented Giant slalom, created a new sport, really. And now he's retired. Now he's working with Shred. Now he's got twins. Now he's yeah. trying to teach his kids How how funny will it be to talk about, you know, how is it for Ted Liggity to watch his kids ski down when it's always been everybody's watching Ted and holding their breath and Kenny do it. And he always usually did it. So it'll be
0: really fun. It's going to be a lot of fun. And I like, I, a like your enthusiasm and I B B I like that you call it fun. This is something yeah. that I've tried to ask, um, professionals, uh, as I get to know, them like, um, Uh, holly flanders i asked is it still fun for you you know i would ask the younger folks who are current if it's still fun for them and maybe we'll get to do that at the killington race i'll be there again this year and you know it's obviously still fun for you like that's awesome
1: yeah i i mean i live i'm a vermonter true and true uh born a ground uh, woodchuck for sure but i live in city and the reason I live in park city is I have eight ski areas within an hour. I get to ski as much as I want. So I have to live there. I have to live near, near a ski area because that's what I do. I, I, uh, I love it whether I'm touring up or taking a chair lift up or whatever, that's what I do. And these guys love it. Um, and that's why they're so good because that's how it starts. You know, I, I break it into three kind of segments. First, you learn to love your sport. Totally. Then you learn all the skills. Uh, between maybe age 11 to age 20, and then you learn how to win. And that's what you see, because no matter how you're doing as a professional, you'll have bad days, you'll have good days, but you'll always love it, and that's what keeps you going. So that's what we're in the business of doing, at least nowadays, is getting people turned on to snow sports. And how great is it to be outside, the wind in your face, the snow under your feet, uh, feet, no motor, and you can go as fast as you want without totally. a motor. Totally. It's crazy. Fastest it's a- I've ever been clocked is 97 miles an hour. That's just, I haven't even driven that fast.
0: 97 miles an hour. Now, is that on your regular old Alpine day, or is that in your speed skiing days? <laughs> oh, that's Alpine uh, World Cup Downhill at Vengen. So
1: Vengen's the fastest they've clocked. They've actually clocked a 100 miles an hour in a downhill race so not speed skiing not jumping out of an airplane this is a world cup racer skiing down a course 100 miles an hour
0: 100 Uh, miles an hour last season i talked to jacob perkins and we were talking about speed skiing and talking about those ridiculous and insane speeds that's more because he's trying and i guess in downhill everybody's trying but 100 miles an hour, dude, that's ridiculous. That's scary. That's terrifying. However, I've been more terrified
1: going slower. So 100 miles an hour at Bengen is straight down. It's groomed. It's icy. There's a little bump, but it's straight. Take, for example, Val Gardena or Beaver Creek, Colorado. Beaver totally. Creek has so many turns and so much terrain, and they make it glare ice. I've been scared, more scared at 60 miles an hour going through turns and hmm. terrain than hundred miles an hour straight. So it's all all about being in hmm. control and uh, right on the edge of control between control and catastrophe. That's where the magic happens.
0: I, I would imagine the best I've ever gotten and not clocked mathematically was in the mid forties. It's all I can do. Um, not but, a pro so the though. The thing about skiing
1: <laughs> and riding, the thing about skiing and riding is totally. we can do it together. Like if, so when I go over 80, Sure. I get that feeling in my stomach, the butterflies, the adrenaline. And when I'm skiing someone who, you know, and their limit is 25, when they go 26, we can share that feeling. If I'm playing tennis with someone who's good, they, they hate it skiing, <laughs> playing with me because they're better, I'm, I'm sucky. But when you ski together, I don't care your levels, you're experiencing the same
0: awesomeness. That's awesome. I love how you put that, and I'm going to reuse it over and over again because that's a great way to look at it you know it is relative to yourself and it's it's a come as you are do it however you want you don't have to be the best why would you want to be the best? What fun is that? Well, some people like that. Um, But you get to go out with the same people to do the same thing. It's wonderful. You are 100% correct. And I I also want to get as many people out there to try it, at least try it, because people are scared of it. People are a lot of things. There's a lot of reasons people don't do it. But it's like, dude, once you get past all that and you get to the greatness of it, it's it's a wonderful thing. And doing it, getting the kids out there early, is is a great idea and i think that's part of to segue into this your elite team if i'm not mistaken
1: yeah so i've been running elite team for 33 years at this point um i have seven people on the usk team who are have gone to my camp including michaela schifrin nice so i feel pretty proud that i've been able to at least Uh, educate and inspire some of these athletes to really push their limits, but elite teams for any athlete who wants to push their limits. Right. And so um, believe it or not, anybody, quote unquote, anybody can learn how to to ski the craft. You can learn that. But what separates people Uh, on race day or on competition day or the, or the time that you got to step up, what separates those people is sports physiology. Are they in shape? Do they have power? They have agility. They have coordination. Uh, sports nutrition. Are they energized? Are they hydrated? And most importantly, sports psychology. The reason I have a bronze medal is not because I skied as well as everybody. It's because I stood in the starting gate confident with the ability to risk having the focus, the, the visualization to put it all out there. Because in any Olympic race you watch, there's 10 people that could win, have the skills to win, uh, their mm. craft. But what makes the difference on race day is all in your head.
0: And I love that. And that's, that's actually from what i hear true across many sports but we, we you know we talk about skiing and snowboarding here and other snow sports you know what have you um the psychology of everything and i think that could also translate down to the recreational uh as oh, well sure. because imagine fear
1: getting, imagine getting off the lift imagine standing on the top of a, a of a hill that's pretty steep it's a little bit above your pay grade it's a little icy mm-hmm. if you have the confidence to 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 stay forward in your boots and to lean into it, you're going to have a great time. If you are not confident, if you're scared, if you have any doubts, you get passive, you get back, you get stiff and bad things happen. So if you can work on the confidence through physical fitness, through eating right, through some, you know, some mental uh, techniques, you're going to have a much better time on the slopes.
0: Uh, That's, that, that's, That's what I try to do. (laughs) Believe me, I ski at Whaleback, and Whaleback's got some tricky stuff. So that's a a steep little hill. It is. Uh, It's it's great, and it's all natural. And I'm so happy that you know it and have been there. Those guys are great over there. So that confidence comes into play. You know, in fact, if you're. if you take a Jonah's run up there and you're staring off on a clear day at Killington, then you look down. It's 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 all natural. It's bumps. It's patches of grass. It's you know no snowmaking, no grooming down there. You go for it. You have to have some confidence. How do you break someone though of overconfidence?
1: Um, they'll probably break themselves, literally and physically, <laughs> uh, by that just having too much confidence, right? They're gonna push. They're gonna get into a situation that they're not. Prepared for. Hopefully they'll come out all right. But, you know, I so right now I run ultras. I just ran a hundred mile race last um, <sighs> Friday. Wow. And, but I didn't start running a hundred miles. Uh, mm-hmm. I retired from skiing. I did the marathon. Then I did a 50K. Then I did a 50 miler. Then I did the 100K. Then I did the 100 mile. It's when people go from zero to a hundred from a pink, pink heart. To a black diamond without doing all the work, that's when you get hurt. So uh, as in everything, as in life, just build up. Go to that next level and and then rule that level. Go to the next level. Move, 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 move. And uh, all of a sudden, you will be on the black diamonds, on ice, on tough days, feeling that confidence. But you can't
0: skip steps. Absolutely not. And I, I get man, This is turning out so much better than I could have imagined because I think this stuff, but what what do I know? I don't know what I'm talking about. I was never yeah. schooled in it. I was never trained in it. I'm just like, gee, if if I'm going to do this, I have to do this first. And I yeah. think uh, from a recreational point of view, that's one of the things that stops people getting into snow sports is that there are levels. It's There's no instant gratification there. Not that there should be. It's too dangerous. It's too hard. It's too much of a whatever to do that. If you can get past those steps, once you get – And you can go as far as you want, to. Like, you don't have to go to the top of all the hard stuff. You can stay down on the carpet, man, which is fun, too. Or you can push your limits. I mean, you are in charge. You go on a roller coaster,
1: you're not in charge. You're just along for the ride. In skiing and riding or whatever you're doing up there, you are in charge. And so you get to make the decisions. And that's really, really
0: fun. It's totally fun. That's one of the best parts about it. Um, we were actually talking, I can't remember who it was. It might've been Jacob Perkins. And I think this kind of has something to do with it though. And it'd be interesting to get your thoughts on it, but that the sport itself, if you were to look at say LeBron play ball, and then I go out and play ball, same sport, you know, he may have put more work in, he's better, but there's a bigger disconnect between the pro level skiers and the pro, the recreational players or riders. And so on, would you agree with that? Or is that just a fallacy? Cause I don't know. And I think it kind of works here. I I don't think you can
1: relate I like I can't like I can play some basketball, right? I don't think I can relate yeah. to LeBron James at yeah. all. Number one, sure. I'm not even the physical differences are are immense. But what he can do is just unrelatable. When a when I take my nephew skiing, right, and I slow sure. it down, all of a sudden my nephew can put weight on that downhill ski, or he can get into some funky tuck. And and again, once you step outside your comfort zone or you ride that edge on snow, you're feeling the same thing I am. It's just a whole yeah. lot. I don't, I can't relate to someone who's incredible in basketball, but I think when you get on snow and just feel that slippery service and feel the wind in your face, you can
0: relate to the best in the world. There you go. That works for me. Again, I didn't know because it was an interesting point to say, you know, it's the same sport, but recreational skiing and like ski racing, um, whether it be one of the alpine disciplines, freestyle disciplines, this kind of thing, they're really not the same. I was like, but they're kind of the same. But even I say, like I've said to people at the uh, World Cup event in Killington, you know, I can look at Schifrin and say, I know how she's doing it, but I don't know how she's doing it. And, again, yeah. you're talking someone who has talent beyond talent, the greatest it's ever been versus little old me. I've skied the run. I've skied yeah. Superstar multiple times. That, but That's
1: important. How cool is it that you can get on Superstar uh, when they shut it down and you can run until June these yeah. days? But you can get on Superstar and imagine – and maybe let it go for a couple turns and try to experience what they do. Uh, I was an Olympic skier, right? I won a bronze medal in the world championships. Totally. I'm blown away at what Schiffer and Petra in, you know,
0: all those women can do on that hill. I'm totally blown away. Oh, yeah. Kids today, I hear it <laughs> from many of uh, from other pros who have said that. And uh, it comes down to like freestyle people will say they're doing stuff that was only in video games 15 years ago. Uh, racers are now clocking and hitting so much harder and faster. Man, woman doesn't matter. Don't come as you are. It don't matter. Here's an interesting fact.
1: So I won a sure. bronze medal in Bormio. Okay. Uh, at the downhill with a time of two minutes, six seconds. Sure. Uh, that was in 1985. I'm dating mm-hmm. myself. In 2005, which is almost 20 years later, uh, sorry, 2005, which was 20 years after I won. Now mm-hmm. it's 20 years after Bodhi won. But Bodhi won the gold on the same course 20 years after I did. Mm-hmm. I was there. It was amazing. Uh, Bodhi clocked in 156 so on the same course, the same snow, quote unquote, he was 10 seconds faster. Now, a lot of it's equipment. But of a lot of it is the new athletes pushing the limits 10 seconds
0: faster. Are you kidding me? It's amazing <laughs> what they're doing. It's, 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 it, I, I, I can't only imagine what it's like for you to see that progression. To know, did you even think when you were up there and you were out in the championships, winning championships, getting medals, you're like, this is where did you ever think this is as quick as we're ever going to get, or this is as technical as we're ever going to get? And now you're here and you're working and coaching people who are doing these things. Did you ever think it would get here? Well, I knew you're always going to get faster, right? The sport will progress,
1: progress, progress. But what happened between me and Bodie, me and Darren Rolfs, me and Lindsey Vaughn, was the equipment revolution. So I had straight skis. I skied on 225s. Mm -hmm. Now they have shaped skis, even in the speed events. They're skiing on 218s, 215s. So they can... I know no one can see me, but I have my hand in a wide arc. That was the arc that I skied. And then if you crunch the arc really tight, that's the arc that they can ski now. So you can ski a tighter, cleaner, more powerful line just because of the equipment. So that's one part. However, as soon as the equipment changed the body of the racers had to change. I'm 5'8", I'm tiny. I can't even be a World Cup star nowadays. You have to be six foot. You have to weigh 200 pounds. You have to have a core that runs from your hips to your shoulders. You like you don't even want a waist right now. You just want one magnum core uh, between your shoulders and your hips because that's where the power originates uh, from. So, sure. yes everybody's pushing the limits, but the changes in equipment and the changes in the physical fitness have blown away uh, all the records that will ever be done in Alpine skiing.
0: That's amazing. That is just amazing. And it's great because you, you know, through elite TV, like you said, you not only teach the psychology, but the fitness, the physiology and all that, and how it all works together to build these super humans, these super soldiers that do this stuff. That's uh, Doug will agree, I'm sure. If you get a chance, here in the U.S., there's not a lot outside of the freestyle events that are televised. Now with the internet you know, and streaming, you get a little bit more, but it might be a little harder to find. Get out there and see the races. Go see it, because what we're saying and what we're excited about to see this power in action, get out here to Killington on Thanksgiving weekend. I know Doug's been there. In fact, on the Elite uh, T website there is a photo that keeps running through with him and Michaela Schifrin at that race. I don't know what year, but it, 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 that's awesome. And it's a lot of fun. You get to see these people doing this, and it's 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 like watching car racing. They're just zipping by, and you have to look and say, "God, that's you." Ju- you're just in awe of it. It's I, wonderful. I don't care
1: where you are in the states this year. There's so many. Events that you can see, so just, just Alpine, you totally. got Killington, Beaver Creek, Palisades, and Aspen. Yeah, uh, You got Deer Valley. They always come to Whiteface if you're in the east. Um, go out and see these people, and what what it's what the best thing is. You don't don't even cost money, right? You Go skiing. You take lunch break during their run. You can see the best in the world. Try to get inspired, and then go finish the day on the hill. How cool is that? That it and even cross-country skiing, like Nordic is coming to Minneapolis. You go into the, you can go into a city and watch Jesse Diggins go crazy around this lap. She'll be puking and, and putting herself on the line. We get to have, watch and have some beers and have a lot of fun. It's amazing that you can see the best in the world in the U.S. this year. Make a point.
0: And shout out to Jesse Diggins and her stomach. Good luck to you <laughs> both, kids.
1: Oh, my God. <laughs> She knows the pain <laughs> cave unlike anybody I've ever met.
0: I mean, she can just go deep. Hey, man. Nordic is the whole, for especially for those who are physically fit, it's wonderful. I want to get back into cross-country Nordic-type skiing. I'm, again, not, not to be pro. I'm just out there to have fun. But yeah. it, it, it's a great thing. And, again, it's getting outside, seeing the world. It's a lot of fun. Fresh air. Get out of the cities or stay in the cities. Indoor skiing. Where are you, where, where? do you land on that? Um,
1: I think it's a great option if there's no snow on the ground. I'm not going to choose to go inside if there's snow outside. But it's coming. There's going to be inside skiing in every big city uh, in the next 10 years. So it's coming. How great is that? I've never done it. Uh, but I'd like to, especially in July when I'm feeling the Jones to get out there and carve some turns.
0: A lot of fun. I enjoy it. I bring it up only because big snow American dream will be at Snowbound expo again as well. A lot of fun. Go check out their booth. Great little place. Uh, A lot of fun there. I've had fun there. Uh, you know, indoor skiing is its own animal. John Emery, when he, when, uh, 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 that starts getting built, he starts building his facilities. He said he might try to get one in Vegas. Awesome. I'm there. Um, all day long. I mean, Lee Canyon's great, but come on, stay in the city, a lot of fun. Um, <laughs> so, back to Snowbound, then. We, we're we going over a lot of stuff, and that's what we do here at Skierx Media. We get it all out there as best we can in the time we have. I want everybody to know everything. Start taking notes, kids. There's going to be a test. There isn't. I don't have time to write a test. Um, Snowbound, so... Let's go through you know you gave us a quick overview about what you're gonna be doing with the elite team there what like what exactly is it I was reading it on the uh website I- itself and it has again you listed out some of the some of what can be seen and done there um what let's get a bit more specific How, like g- give me like what a, what Saturday will look like
1: so for elite team um if you want to come which would be great um for this fun family fitness area the thing that's going to stand out is a dual obstacle course sure and so you can start studying for it right now (laughs) okay tim it starts out with eight quick feet in some rings and then it has Six slalom gates and they are breakaway so you can hit the gates Nice. so you've done some jumping you've done some agility around the gates so some power some strength come into play then you got to go up and over so that's a little flexibility and agility at the same time you got to crawl through a tunnel and then you have six uh hurdles to the end so the fastest kids will probably be i don't know nine to ten seconds the average will be about 16 and you can run it as many times as you want and every time you run it you are timed and your time goes on the wall and so we've done this before we average i don't know 400 to 500 kids different kids through it a day and each kid averages five runs so this course gets a lot of traction the parents They can come and race their kids. They can chase their kids. And then uh, what always happens at around seven or eight at night, I don't know how long the show goes, Mm. but uh, the kids tend to leave and all of a sudden the parents with the beers come over to our area (laughs) and we make them run it with the beer in hand. So it's a lot of agility and balance involved as well, but it's (laughs) a lot of fun. And with that, we hand out um, some free flyers about how strength, power, agility, capacity—how um, they all can help you arrive better, whether you're skiing or riding or whatever you're doing on snow. They can—you'll arrive with more uh, physical fitness. Fitness gives you control. Control gives you confidence. Again, it's that word confidence. If I can get kids and adults with confidence arriving on the ski hill they're going to have a better time and they're going to perform better
0: 100 percent, man it sounds like you got it covered as a as an it's not just fun it's educational i don't want to sound like that older gentleman but get the education while you're there it's a lot of fun now you're gonna hit you said you had the pamphlets with the information um do you will. Well, you're obviously going to be there. Your wife's going to be there. Do you have a staff there like, hey, dude, I have a question. Could you answer it or will you answer it or will there be time Yeah. To so
1: it? my staff are all elite teamers. Sure. And I'm pretty lucky because I've been doing it for 30 years. I have elite teamers all over. I called up BU, the BC Eagles, uh, um, Babson College. I think I got four colleges down around Boston, and I have so many elite teamers that go and race for their – Teams, sure. they're all going to be on hand. So all my staff are NCAA racers, awesome. which is pretty cool. And uh, they'll be there to help and ask them questions, and they'll be holding the hands of the, the three-year-olds, bringing
0: them through the course. Wow! So it is a complete, total hands-on, not just education, not just fun, but a social event as well. That's so that's so incredible. Yeah, yeah. that you didn't yeah. leave out the social part. <laughs> No, no, it's, it's super
1: fun and it's all open. So there's, there'll be hundreds of people watching. So there's a little mental, uh, sports psych involved, how to handle pressure, focus, breathing. Oh, it's, it's a lot of fun. I used to race it and was still able to beat all the kids, but at this age, I think I'm just gonna forerun and call
0: it a day. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Know your limits. You're the boss. Anyway, you do what you want. Um, <laughs> I'll come watch. I don't know if I'll be running. I'll make excuses. I've been sick for like a month and a half. It's only two weeks away from here. So, but for those in real time, when you're hearing this, this is this coming weekend, November 3rd through 5th, Um, this area will be open all three days or just Saturday, Sunday? Uh, From
1: as soon as the ribbon drops till the ribbon goes up, we'll be up at a lead team working it. Uh, but cool. You know, just stop by. We haven't talked about, you know, just all the equipment manufacturers that are going to be there. It's a real good opportunity for those of you who like haven't skied in a while or haven't bought something new. The new stuff coming out, whether it's a tiny tweak about a side cut in skis or a boot fitting change, you got to just go there and just take in this information because what the manufacturers are doing Uh, Heated coats, heated underwear, uh, molded footbeds, (laughs) the stuff that's going on makes it so easy. The sport, if you ask me in 1990 what it was like, I'm like, get through the pain of your boots and everything and freeze your butt off, but you're going to have fun. Now it's comfortable and fun. I can't believe it.
0: It's something else. It's something else because I didn't. I started learning in ninety one. That's when I first skied. I was in sixth grade. They said, "Hey, here's winter activities. You can learn how to ski." I was like, "All right, I'll try that." And I I haven't looked back. You know, it will been a lot of fun. But it has changed over the years. And Doug's right. When you go to Snowball, we're gonna go see Doug. We're gonna go watch the kid. We're gonna watch the kids run the course. I'm just gonna watch, and I'm sure as hell not gonna do that one. Well, what is that called? That uh, uh that U S Ninja whatever. They got something going on oh, over yeah, there too. Ninja Warrior course, yeah. Yeah, so you guys um just I'll be in shape for season. That's enough. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, kidding aside, there's so much to see and do at Snowbound and to see the technology, walk around through the retailers, the manufacturers, they're all there and ask questions like what is this? What because at face value it might look like a ski, jar, snowboard, jar. But what's what's new about it? And there's a lot of information to take. Like, I'm not kidding. Bring a notebook. You're going to have to. Or if you're, you know, fast with typing with the, the smartphone, you can do that, too, to take your notes. But whatever it is, you know, and you're right.
1: They, yep. And I'm a kid at heart. So well, for all the kids out there, or parents who have kids, um, the key is you get the free bag from some ski area. Right. Sure. And you fill up the bag with stickers. Every uh, place has stickers and posters and Sean White's going to be there, Lindsay Jacob Jacobellis, all of these famous people are going to sign the autographs. Mm-hmm. If you are a kid and do not come home with 10 autograph posters and 30 stickers, you fail. It is the, <laughs> the thing to do is just go get
0: all the free stuff. And it's he's not wrong. Like I have to I've had the whole back because i don't drive into boston uh listen kids as an adult you'll never want to drive into that city i don't even like to drive into that city and i've driven into the worst of the worst seattle washington people argue la haven't been to la seattle's the worst anyway i i take the bus so i don't have a lot of stuff room to bring stuff back but do it he's not wrong get your stickers get your autographs get your posters i have like three or four posters here that i have to that i'm moving around the office it's it's wonderful it's If you wanna fanboy out with a bunch of nerds that like to ski, do it. If you've ever been to Comic-Con or another con, a nerd con, this is the same thing. Sure, it's a retail expo. Sure, it's an education expo. Doug's people are gonna teach you stuff. Um, Over at the big the indoor little slope, the big indoor little, the indoor slope that they got set up there, they're gonna teach you stuff. But run around, be a nerd get the stickers get the autographs get the selfies and let me tell you something as a kid you always have first go yeah only a fool would push in front of a kid and that fool will be made fun of tell me i'm wrong <laughs>
1: you're not wrong you are no. not wrong i'm trying to look up pictures on my phone right now of all the f- pictures that i got i got to uh interview Bodhi, obviously uh the mervinator Uh, sure Uh, i got to interview her i got the coolest autographs and i'm the guy i'm supposed to be celebrity dude i got the autographs as well so it was really fun
0: that's what i like about you doug you're still having fun with it you are one of the celebrities people are going to ask for your autograph people are going to ask for your photo i'm going to if you have time i get it um i was joking with steven i was like dude i saw you there last year but i didn't stop you to talk because you were busy and i was busy and (laughs) doug was busy and Brian and Mario are busy, and I got to meet Stuart Winchester for the first time, but that was for five minutes before he had to leave because the man doesn't stop. Yes, I'm showing on the video. You can't see it. This is Kelly Clark. I got to hang out with Kelly Clark. Now, let me tell you something. I've met Kelly Clark. I tell people this story because of how there's Mervinator right there. Kelly Clark, I love to disappoint people with this story (laughs) because I was there at Mount Snow In the 90s, I worked there. I'm from that area. That's where I'm from. That's where I grew up. So I saw this kid named Kelly whipping tail out on the side of the mountain while I was up in the Summit Lodge serving food. But, you know, we got out to take runs and stuff. We, we, people are like, so you knew her. I'm like, no, I didn't know her. Like, I said hi to her. People are like, But you knew her? I was like, no. They're like, this story sucks. I'm like, I know it does. It's so funny. Here's another one. Donna Weibrecht. Donna Weibrecht. Love that. I I have Donna's autograph yeah i've done a wide Brex autograph i got it in 2019 before it became the snowbound expo the old expo uh right before covid destroyed the world so see that we're having fun and i'm watching the clock because Doug asked for a time (laughs) and this this is what i was saying it turns from get the information out to just having fun because that's what we do here so let's let's wrap it up because we only have a few minutes left so doug plug some stuff. You can plug Snowbound, you can plug Elite Team, you can plug whatever you want. If you have a book and you want to sell it, you can do that too. I'll read it. Well,
1: um, <laughs> <laughs> number one, thanks for letting me uh, talk about Elite Team. Elite Team, again, yeah. is camps, clinics, online programs, all for athletes from U12, U14, U16. Cool. So I'm trying to teach them, educate, and inspire them to push their limits, number one, but learn about how sports physiology can make them a better athlete, whether it's skiing, riding, soccer, lacrosse. How sports nutrition is going to keep them healthy and have them arrive at the top of their game in no matter what sport. And then, of course, sports psychology, because everybody gets nervous. Everybody gets a stomach ache. Everybody fails. And so sports psychology is all about making sure that you take advantage of every experience and learn from it. So. Uh, elite team is E-L-I-T-E-A-M. However, I really want to just push people to the snow uh, bound expo. This is going to be the place to be it's a little earlier this year, which I think is better. So people can have that month, month and a half after to dial in the equipment, get in shape, get your tickets, make sure that you do your homework, because the best thing about skiing is when you're on the snow. So take care of all that stuff in the next month, month and a half. And when the snow flies and when everything opens, uh, you are going to be ready to take advantage. And so the snowbound is the best thing that you can do to prepare yourself for when those ski areas open to get out there and enjoy yourself.
0: 100%. It's a great place to. (laughs) Sounds like you ran 100 miles like I did. You would think so. They <laughs> don't get to the mute button quick enough. Awful. All right. So through my coughing, um, check out Snowbound, Snowbound.com. So check out Elite Team and EliteTeam.com. All links will be in the description, the show notes, all that stuff. When you first hear this, Snowbound is this weekend. Get into Boston. It's a lot of fun. You will have fun. You will learn a lot. You might spend some money, too. Who knows? But the deals are going to be sick because preseason deals are always the sickest. Get that stuff early. People say skiing's expensive. I was like, not for me. I know every way around it, and I can teach you. I'll teach you things. I'm not even an exhibitor, and I'll stand next to Doug. If you ask him a question, I'll answer it for him. I won't. I don't know what I'm talking about anyway. Doug, thank you very much for being on the podcast, man. I love it, dude. This was a lot of fun. I could go another two hours with you easy.
1: Well, I will meet you at Snowbound and anybody listening, come by, say hi to me. I'm the bald guy uh, who likes to run around the obstacle course. Come say hi to me. And uh, we were going to have a lot of fun on those three days. Come for one day, come for an hour, come for all three days. And again, if you're a
0: kid or if you have a kid, lots of free stuff. Lots of free stuff, dude. Awesome. Thanks, dog. Don't hang up. Uh, I'm going to let Doug go, I'm going to cut him loose and then I'll come back to close out the show but again, Snowbound.com I'm going to be there, Doug's going to be there Mario and Brian are going to be there, I think Stuart's going to be there but I think he's going to be at Snowbound too there's either two of them or the man's a vampire I say it, he knows I say it so don't even try and tell him Oh, Tim's talking s about you, I'm not, he knows anyway kids, we'll see you later thanks a lot for playing